Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another bonus Attacking Scrum podcast uh, recorded on a a Sunday night ready for your Monday morning commute and hopefully it's not going to be too much of a grind of a Monday because that has been one hell of a weekend. As usual, uh, Dan Killick joins me over the phone uh, as we've made a habit of over the last few uh, Sunday nights. How are we doing, Dan? Top of the world, Jed. Feels that way, doesn't it? Oh, can't wait for this week now. It'll be uh, a pretty special build-up, won't it? It will. To, uh, an unbelievable Saturday ahead of us. Exactly. I mean, we'll we'll kind of get onto the uh, the excitement going into next week in a minute. But um, first of all, have you have you calmed down yet? I haven't, to be honest at all. I still still in a slight sort of state of shock, really. Um, it's I just. I always felt that we, you know, I felt that we could do it. Yeah. Um, you just, you just, you never, you never actually think it's going to happen, do you? Um, I mean, to get that win, it's, it's right up there, isn't it? One of the best wins of, of, of all time, I think, in the professional era. Yeah, it really did. It really did feel that way. Like you say, you know, it's all very well going into a game optimistically, but when the clock ticks down, it, it really starts to get massively nervous and it, it tests your, it tests your sense of belief as a fan. That must have been something going through the player's mind as well, mustn't it? Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, the way you know, the way in which you could almost say the game was the game was uh, near enough dead and buried, wasn't it? And uh, you know, we uh, we came back, didn't we? Came back into it, showed massive resilience, huge heart, and um, just an unbelievable sort of collective. Uh, team spirit and performance there to, 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 you know, to, to, to edge in front and, uh, and see it through there. It was just brilliant, wasn't it? It was. I think if you'd have asked us before the game, if going down to, you know, having the best part of an hour with, um, 
with 14, you know, with New Zealand down to 14 men, would have really kind of bitten your hand off for, for that scenario. But as always with the All Blacks, it's never, even, you know, even when they went down to 14 men, it was, it was an insanely hard test, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's always going to be, isn't it? You know, it, it quite often happens, doesn't it? When a, a, a team loses a man, it sort of, it pulls you, pulls you closer, pulls you tighter and, you kind of you kind of want it even more, don't you? Um, so I knew from the moment that uh, you know they lost uh, they lost Andy Williams. It was in some respects it could it could have made it even harder, you know, um, in a sort of bizarre type of way. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, definitely. I think you you have you're right. You do see. It. I mean, we saw it with the Scarlets when they lost uh, when they lost Steph Evans. I mean, obviously Fair, yeah, a, a yeah. game of much bigger magnitude this time round, but. You know, you can see that, that teams can, can rally round and then it starts to play on the mind of the opposition. If you're playing 14 and you're not winning the game, it can really That's start it. to become a, a niggling doubt in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And you can imagine the, the, the chance, can't you, between the players? Look, you know, we're, we're leading. We've, you know, we've got, we've got 14. We, you know, we can do this and everyone starts and it just, it snowballs from there, doesn't it? So there was some, some monumental performances that enabled, uh, you know, enabled uh, the Lions to, uh, to 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 sort of you know pull some pull some points back, some real 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 leadership there. Well, uh, we'll come on, sure on to those. On to. We'll come on to those in a moment. But obviously, we've mentioned the sending off of Sonny Bill Williams kind of very briefly. First of all, was that the right decision? Absolutely. Yeah, there was. There, it, it had to had to be a red in my book. Mm-hmm. Did you think, did you think the same or? Stone you... cold, stone cold red. You know, it yeah. was, I think he went for it. He saw that there was an opportunity. I don't know whether he, whether he intentionally went for the head or he's just seen there's an opportunity to get a, you know, to, to get a bit of a shoulder barge in there and, um, and has taken it. But, you know, you, you can't shoulder someone in the head <laughs> it was... like that and expect, you know, and expect to get away with it in the, in the modern era. Although, um, you know, it, it was the horrible. Touch, the touch judges kind of did their best to try and dissuade him. I know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm fair play to to Mr. Garces for for having the you know the, to back the courage of his convictions. Say no, I, I I definitely know what the decision is here. He's um he's got to go. So yeah, hundred percent the right decision for me. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, um, fair play to the ref. He stuck to his guns, didn't he? Wasn't listening to any of the nonsense coming from. Uh, from the other chaps and um and made made exactly the right call. I mean was you know, was Sonny Bill, you know, did he think he was playing possibly rugby league? Uh do you think he was boxing? <laughs> did he get caught did he get caught? I'm not sure, but it was it was a awful challenge to to, to look back on the replay. I mean, yeah. you know, he you know, net this he could have broken his neck. You know? Yeah, it was it was I don't really think it's too dramatic to say that. We did a big, we did a big piece when the law changes came in, when that would have been kind of January time. And obviously our concern was, you know, is it going to ruin the game as a spectacle? And I think our major kind of doubt over the rule was, you know, if you go into a, a tackle and, and someone ducks and you, and you hit him in the head, that, you know, that could be very unfortunate. But this is actually exactly the kind of thing that needs stamping out. If you're going to go in with someone with a, with a cheap shot like that, then, you know, you have to pay the consequences. And I, I think actually it's it's an example of how the law is played out for the better because that is, you know, that's that's what it's there for is to protect players and to, 
to make sure that they don't get put in those kind of situations. So yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I, was I was glad. A obviously at the time you're excited because he's got sent off and you know what it might mean for the game. But the bigger picture is that it's good that that kind of cheap shot has gone, you know, has has been dealt with and, you know, subsequently picked up a four-week ban too. Yeah, four-week ban. It's not, 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 there's not much in that, is there, really? Um, for a, uh, you know, for, for something of, of you know, it was, it was, you know, that was pretty serious, wasn't it, when mm. you did? And we saw the, we saw the same, didn't we, with, um, was it, um, was it uh, TJ, was it? Perinara. Perinara, yeah. Mm. That put in, put in a very similar uh, challenge, didn't he, on half penny? Um, which didn't get picked up. It was him, wasn't it? Well, the week before? Yeah. Um, uh, no, 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 it was um, for the Maoris, I think it was. And the Maori game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, no, it as, wasn't. It was, um, it was the other, it was the third choice scrum half. It was Kerbalo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, as he was, yeah, he got hit and even as he was slipping. Yeah. That was nasty. That was nasty as well, but not quite the same level. But yeah, so, um, but I, I know what you mean about getting sort of excited that he was, he was, he was being sent off. I, I, I probably was, uh, you know, I think I might have been jumping up and down as well when the red card came out. But, um, you also never really want to see another team getting a red card, do you, in a, in a weird type of a way because you want to see, yeah, you want to see fifteen on fifteen, but well, maybe. But I, I don't know. Just that to me, that's the that's the that's the sanction. If you're going to put in dangerous challenges like that, then you've got to go. And so, actually, you know, I was perfectly happy to perfectly happy to see it go fifteen fourteen at that stage. Oh yeah, I was I was as well. Yeah, if you'd uh, if you'd see if you'd see me in my uh, in my front room, I'm going to be more delighted. <laughs> Uh, a couple of a couple of people have said, um, you know, uh, kind of coming out of New Zealand have have said, right, if that was a red card, then uh, it was Mako Vanapola lucky to uh, to escape red as well for his clear out on um, on Bowden Barrett. What do you make of those kind of suggestions coming from the other side of the world? It was it was a stupid challenge for Mako, wasn't he? I think he lost his head well and truly. I, I, very very dull playing. Mm. Um, I think it would have been harsh if it was uh, harsh if it was a red, but um, it's not. I don't know how would would we be massive surprised if it had been a red? I'd, look, I, I, I would have, yeah, because you, you know you look at the you look at the force that that's gone into it. I think the other thing is if you were to go back on well, if you go back and examine. Uh, in these first two tests, the number of times that the, the All Blacks have come flying in off their feet and have made contact with all kinds of body areas, you know, seriously dangerous clear-outs. And, yeah, I think that one was more dull than anything else. Yellow card seemed to be the right penalty for me. And subsequently, he's not been cited either. Yeah, I mean, we've seen... You're spot on with that. We've seen Sam Kane hitting about three or four players with with, with leading elbows and, and forearms. Mm. Um, Metallics had a few. There's, the, you know, you, you can probably pick out almost all of their pack um, for doing things like that. But um, I don't know whether force comes in. You know, the intense there. Then you know, there's there's a case, isn't there? But um, no, I, I'm, you know, it was um, it wasn't it wasn't to the same degree, was it, as, as Sunny Bills? And um, he uh, he knew, didn't he? 
he absolutely knew. Yeah, he did. And we'll kind of come on to, to what that might mean for selection a little bit later on. But it was certainly a stage in the game where they went down to 14, the Lions, and you thought, oh, God, is this going to be, uh, is this going to be it? But they were certainly given a number of second chances, not least by the fact that Bowden Barrett had a very, very iffy day off the tee. You know, I know he scored seven out of ten, but the three he missed really did let the Lions off the hook, didn't they? Yeah, enormously. Pretty, pretty straightforward kicks as well, weren't they? Um, he's not a great kicker in the in the wet conditions, is he? I think he's uh, he's operated. What was he during that game? I think he was his percentage was around between sixty and seventy, wasn't it? It's around sixty, sixty-five, sixty-seven, something like that. Yeah, he finished with seven um, out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. So um, not 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 great. Um, you know, we got let, I suppose we got let off the hook a little bit, didn't we? If you take those those well, I mean, factors he, in, yeah. If he'd have scored those points when they were scored, because there was such a quick succession of penalties. And, you know, the fact that they, they left nine points out there, I really do think that would have, that would probably have, um, have put pay to us because it would have meant we'd have needed to go and score at least another try. And yeah, I, I just think that, that that very much did let us off the hook a bit, really. And the fact that they didn't cross the, across the whitewash. Um, but I suppose that's, that's probably more of a positive in the way that the Lions defended. Um, the fact that New Zealand, you know, 14 men or otherwise, it's not very often that they fail to score. No, yeah, it was a it's, it's brilliant performance, isn't it, to not to stop them from scoring. Um, and we uh, we did put them under we did put them in, under a lot of pressure. I thought we put ourselves under pressure as well at times unnecessarily. Um, I think when we had you know when we had the ball, um, particularly in the second half, we looked pretty dangerous. Um, First half was was just first half was very peculiar, wasn't it? It was a, it was an odd uh, an odd forty of rugby. I thought it was. I mean, obviously, so much the the half really did change when uh, when Sonny Bill went off. Um, I felt that the lines looked really kind of confident and quite assertive to start with, um, and then there was almost just a little bit of well, let's not get ahead of ourselves and start flinging the ball around now. And they kind of wanted to uh, to consolidate. And and keep things nice and tight, uh, but yeah, you're right. It was it was definitely a, a kind of a, a strange, a strange half of rugby. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, we weren't. I think we'd all admit that we weren't. We didn't play. Uh, we weren't ten out of ten, were we? Um, you know, we played well. We did play very well, but um, we definitely got some some notch. You know, we can, mm. we can go up the gears for sure, which is. Which is just, I mean, for next week, it's just going to be incredible, isn't it? Because we know they're going to be as well. Well, it's going to be, um, it's going to be vital because New Zealand will come out of the traps next week really, really hard. They will not have enjoyed losing. And as we know, they haven't lost at Eden Park for a very long time. So Lions are going to have to be a hell of a lot better. And we saw that from Sam Wolverton straight after the game saying, first of all, the, the job's only half done. Yeah. It's good to take it to a decider, but we're going to have to cut out the silly penalties. He was the only one not celebrating, pretty much, wasn't he? Yeah. Not, not, not celebrating till, uh, you know, and if there's a fair bit, you know, fair bit in that, he is, he's, he's some leader, isn't he, in his performance? My God. He was very, very impressive, isn't he? Just goes about his work silently. You can't yeah. even hear him. He's, yeah, I mean, he just, he's he like an automatic car. The breakdown, you know? didn't it? You know, we said yeah. before that they had such quick ball last, 
week. And I think that was as much as anything that the ability to slow the ball down did, you know, even though he gave away lots of different penalties, Sam was at the heart of everything that was good at the breakdown, you know, just being able to stop them getting that continuity going as they had done the week before, playing off nine, making yards, making yards, making yards. And that, you know, that very much kept us in the game, I thought. Yeah, he, he, he hit, he hit a lot, um, a lot of positive, positive rucks to me and he, he definitely slowed down their ball. Um, Alan Wynne Jones, I thought was instrumental as well in a lot of the, uh, a lot of the slowing the down, you know, slowing down of their ball, mm. which we needed. Um, and we, um, you know, it allowed, it allowed the players, I suppose, around him to do what they're best at doing. Um, which, you know, quite often, when Warburton is not playing, the players get sucked into to doing different tasks, which they can do, but it's not ultimately their best, you know, what they're best at. You know, the likes of seeing, you know, Falatau playing out wide in the wide channels, O'Brien carrying hard. Um, it was, he's, he's a vital cog, isn't he? he you know, he's, he, and it, it, and it showed, you know, it showed massively in that game. You know, when you, when you, when you watch it back, he's, He's, he's there, isn't he? He's always in the play. Yeah. Um, and then you see his leadership as well, just afterwards, just the way he talks, the way he goes about things. Um, I love the fact that he, you know, the only shirt he has up in his house is his, his lion shirt. Yeah. It's just, he, he wants it so bad, doesn't he? He does. Um, yeah. And, uh, Ooh. yeah, it was, it was a mighty impressive performance from, um, from Warburton. And, you know, that, I think that's just why we love, why we love him is because he does, have that habit of, of producing his top level performances when it kind of really matters. You know, we've seen it a number of times for Wales, you know, whenever he's come in for some flack, he's, you know, you look at the everything that's been good about Wales in the last six or seven years and Warburton has been at the absolute heart of it. He, t- he times it well, doesn't he? You know, the heat's coming on, you know, should he, you know, people say, should he be playing? You know, how, you, know, you know, question marks over his, his form, his fitness, this, that, everything else. Um, and then he, then he, then he pulls out that, you know. Um, he's pretty, he's a pretty special, special chap, isn't he? Um, he is. something I wanted to ask you was, uh, did you catch that, uh, Mar- Marotoji's rating in the, uh, the Herald? Yeah. I had a is feeling you have? might bring, I had a feeling you might bring this up. <laughs> Um, I almost kind of don't like giving them any um, any additional coverage. Do you know what I mean? I think they're just kind of they're carving out this this um, this role as either pantomime villains or trolls, really. And you know, I think that was another that was just another kind of example of it. I had heard, you know, I had heard subsequently. Apparently, it was a bit of um, it, they they'd accidentally sent it out with the wrong. Uh, with the wrong rating on there because it was subsequently upgraded to a nine or something. Um, but yeah, I thought, you know, that if, if that was the case, then, you know, they're just kind of being That's petulant, ridiculous, you know, um, and just kind of showing that. Let's stick with the Toji for a minute though. What, yeah. um, what did you make of him? Because I think, you know, we saw it, it was certainly an eventful game from him. Um, how did you assess his performance? I thought it was a great performance to be fair. Um, under the circumstances, he, I think the pressure got to him a bit. Mm. Um, and I do believe that having Alan Wynne Jones there was massively important. I thought that Alan Wynne Jones had a, had a, 
a mighty fine game. Um, you really stepped up and, and, and delivered. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of question marks, wasn't there, from, you know, over, you know, should he been included? Yeah. Uh, from almost everyone, probably, you know, he may have even questioned himself, maybe. Um, but he, he, what he did know is he, he knew he could deliver, didn't he? And Gatlin knew he could deliver. And he just did. He was enormous. And I think Maro, you know, fed off that. Um, there was quite a few little comments coming from Alan Wynn to him. Um, it was, it was with, a great moment when he won. Like, when he, was it a penalty or a scrum? They, they yeah. just won. And, uh, and he's just there slapping him, kind of geeing Slap him up it. as well. You can yeah. see how much it means to, how much it means to all of these players. How much was that hurt, mind? It, yeah. it, it wasn't just sort of a little tap, was it? You know, well done, son. It was an absolute, <laughs> you know, it'd be, uh, I think he could, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that wouldn't have been the biggest, <laughs> the biggest bruise that Marrow's got to show off the back of that game. Is that a bit of a slap from, uh, from, no, Alan but he must have had a word in after saying, Alan, you know, can you, can you just, uh, tone down those slaps a little yeah. bit? You know, it's different if I'm taking them from someone else, but yeah, I loved all that. Um, I think, yeah, he, he, what he did, he did make, he did make a good number of errors, didn't he? But there was, there was a lot, lot of focus on the positives. I think, there, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think there was a lot of penalties. As I said the, the week before with Liam Williams, you know, you have to look at those potential match winning contributions to it and while he while he definitely you know will have to work on those on, on those conceding daft penalties you just look at the things that he that he did well and I think it made a massive difference having him in the starting lineup so uh yeah certainly yeah, not a did. four out of ten performance I can tell you that much no not a four out of ten um and I still I still don't believe at all that uh they made some error before the print that's absolute nonsense isn't it um, um, yeah, I think you're probably right uh, you know they that's a complete wind-up merchant, aren't they? Um, yeah. But it's bought. It is. It is bought. It's ridiculous, though, isn't it as well? But um, he definitely did more right than wrong. So, and there's uh, there's more to come from it. I think so. I think you're right. Another thing that kind of really impressed me, and this is something that we've kind of touched on a little bit already, but the fact that Lions didn't panic when they got into you know, got into the latter stages of the game. They were still trailing. They hadn't led any point during the entire game. They're playing against 14 men. They didn't let that get to them and, and trusted themselves to um, to put away their chances. And we've been critical on this tour about them taking their chances, but they certainly did that yesterday. Yeah, really, um, really did. I mean, that's, that final 10 minutes was, was huge, wasn't it? Um, I felt throughout the game that if we... You know, if we kept all of the ball, if we kept all of the ball and um, just started to go through some phases, we looked really dangerous, didn't we? And uh, it was we showed some we showed some immense character, didn't we? Because the pressure would have been absolutely immense on the players. Um, they, each one of them would have been feeling that, wouldn't they, to a man? They know how much you know. You know, it would, it would have been so easy to have lost that game, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it looked as though it was heading that way for a long time, but it kind of all just, it all changed. You know, we normally say in the last 20, it's the, it's, that's where New Zealand kind of run away with the game. And it may have been due to the, due to the fact they had 14 men, but the Lions finished without doubt the stronger side and, and caused some killer blows in that final quarter. Yeah, really did. I think Sexton, I mean, you know, Sexton and, uh, and Farrell, um, Need to be, uh, need to be mentioned, don't they, for just keeping yeah. a mighty cool head. Um, Definitely. There was some, you know, that, that, that sort of, uh, 
yeah, that killer pass from uh, from Sexton to to George, and uh, and Farrell's work sort of uh, just sort of before that was was lovely, wasn't it? Um, and the chat that was going on between them all, yeah, just sort of saying just keep it, you know, just just keep it going, keep it going, it'll come, and and all that type of all that type of stuff was great. It was great to see because it's so easy to lose your heads in those situations. So I, yeah, I, it's just an enormous, enormous win, isn't it? And, uh, massive for Gatland as well. Yeah, no, it is. So happy is. for him. And I think the, um, just to stay on Sexton and Farrell there for a minute, but the important thing was, you know, I think they've, you know, like, like I said, my concern with Sexton was his form and getting to, to kind of 50 minutes gone. I thought, do you know what? Are we better, are we better bringing on Ben Teo here? Because there was a, you know, there was an incident where he left a high ball in the air. I thought, oh God, is he, you know, is he, um, is he lost his confidence here? And then the last half an hour he played, I thought he was absolutely superb. And just a couple of those moves that unlocked it, you know, for the first try, that Leinster loop that, um, yeah. that's been his trademark for so many years, put away Watson down the right hand side that subsequently led to Toby scoring. And as you've already said, that, that great delay pass to pick out. Uh, Jamie George's great run. You really saw what you do get from Sexton when he's playing, when he's playing with some, with a good bit of front football. He's, you know, he, he was absolutely instrumental to that comeback. Yeah, he was as well. And fair play to the coaches for just sticking, you know, sticking with him. Um, when a substitute, you know, substitution could have been made, um, uh, you know, sort of in, 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 in the back line, not, not necessarily him, but with Tio, you know, um, it was there were some big big calls out wasn't there from the coaches um they got it they got it spot on with the toe with the toby try um do you reckon any other will any, any other eight in the world would have scored that i think kieran reed might have um do you think yeah i, I don't I think do. kieran reed would have had that he's very good in the wide channels and i think he's rather that give him half a chance but what i loved about it is it's just that it was that quick feat from toby as well just to give himself a little bit of space a tiny little bit of space and back himself on, you know, the narrowest of, yeah, there was no, there was no room for error there. It's really difficult that, finish that. Line. It was a, it was a I, huge yeah, amount to do. You've no idea how happy that made me. Um, <laughs> you know, particularly yeah. for it being Toby as well. Cause you see a lot, again, you see a lot of crap on social media about people saying last week, you know, I wasn't, um, you know, I've said it a million times. It's cause he's not the kind of player really who makes those, big barreling runs through the middle he does so much right that's unfussy you know the restart there was a point yesterday I, I, it might even have been after his own try where he took the restart um like yeah i'm not sure i'm right on this but anyway the point where he takes the restart shakes someone off makes a takes a ball into contact and makes another five yards after um after going into contact and you know that for an outside half or for uh, or for Murray making the box kick is a dream because it's just it just gives you that platform to make to make your exit and you know he's so good at that stuff that I really thought you know I just felt so pleased for him to get that to get that moment of glory um, because anyone anyone who's watched him for any length of time will appreciate just what a just what a good player he is and I had a text actually later on um, in the day. From uh, from Greg, who we, who's a mate of mine, who we've had on the podcast for a uh, form before, and he just said, "He said, God, I love watching Falatau and, and Warburton, and you know we've said it a million times, but that to me is what Lions Tours is all about. 
not bitching and moaning about players who, who don't play for your, for your national side, but actually looking at it and going, do you know what I really enjoy? I really enjoy watching someone who, who adds to the, adds to the team. And that's exactly how I felt about, you know, about Toji and Connor Murray and, and, uh, and Johnny Sexton. You know, everyone contributed to that, but I was really, you know, I was particularly pleased to, to see Toby go over because he's, um, he's just such a, he's such a tremendous player and he gives it absolutely everything every time yeah. he laces up. That was the moment. That was the moment. Uh, the big moment in the game for me. I, I uh, yeah, I, agree. I think, uh, all, I, yeah, all my, all my neighbours, if they weren't up, uh, they were definitely up after, uh, after, after the noise I made after that try. <laughs> it's a really brilliant piece of magic from him. And, uh, to add to, as you may remember last week, um, I said watching the game with, uh, with our pal Ollie and when Liam Williams made that break, he kind of said, Oh, if you're going to go, then go. And, uh, he subsequently obviously made, made a break to the halfway line and resulted in one of the best line, one of the best lines tries ever. It was my turn this week. So I was watching the game with, uh, with my mate Colin up in the, um, up in, uh, just outside Manchester. And when Murray made that break, I, uh, I just instinctively shouted, Oh, what are you going down the blind side for? And straight away then he, uh, he dots the ball down over the line. It's just one of those moments where he's so happy to be proved wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A bit of, a uh, bit of Mike Phillips there, wasn't it? Yeah, it definitely was actually a definite touch of, uh, definite touch of the Mike Phillips. I, I thought he was brilliant actually, Conor Murray. I thought he was, you know, <laughs> aside from one kind of daft penalty for a, for a high tackle, I just thought he was absolutely superb. Yeah, I, I do as well. He had, a, he had a, an absolutely fine game, didn't he? Not often you see a scrum half go uh, go the full eighty, is it? No, it's not, and I think that's testament to kind of how well he was he was executing the Lions' game plan, and and not just the kind of the box kicking element, but you know if there's an opportunity in front of you, go for it, and he did that, and you know that that won the game really. Yeah, one of his one of his best performances, I think. Um, I've 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 seen from him. Um, he was quite, quite, yeah, quite semi. What um, about next week then? Are you, if you were Warren Gatland, would you be tempted to make any changes? And if so, who? I'd keep the same team. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Would you make any changes? Yeah, I would. Jack McGuire in for Maka Vinopola would be my change. Um, yeah, I, that's the obvious one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he had a bad game and, I felt like the scrum was going well, generally speaking, but when it didn't, you know, obviously he gave away a, he gave away a penalty, um, in the first half. Then there was a string of daft penalties, including the yellow card. Obviously there was that late charge as well. I just felt like it got to him a bit and, and thought, well, I think McGrath's done really well off the bench. I just think he might shore it up. And then if you're bringing on Mako in the latter, the latter part of the game, then he'll still give you some, um, some real impact, but yeah, if it was me, I'd be I'd be looking to make that change. That would be the only change, I think. Um, I've been really impressed with Courtney Laws on this tour, as um, as I said last week. Uh, but Alan and James, I think you know, did did put in a good performance to to warrant keeping the keeping the jersey. And yeah, yeah on, the, on I mean, the bench, I'd be tempted to I'd be tempted to look at Tipperick uh, instead of Stander. I think now he's had some some good recovery time. Tiffrick's been superb, and again, I, th- I think he does. As we said before, he is a kind of player who can give you something really different in the in the latter stages of a game. 
but um, I, I don't think that's what Gatlin will go with. But that would be my that would be my thought. Yeah, I mean, with Mako, I, I've thought, given it quite a bit of thought, I, I can't see him making those, you know, making those same errors again. So for that reason, I'd give him another shot. Mm. Um, I just fear that if he wasn't to start and he was to come off the bench, that then, then he is more likely to make an error at that point. I think his concentration would be better having him on from the, from, 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 from the get go. Um, so I'd actually give him another shot. And uh, Gatland does tend to do that, doesn't he? He gives people he gives people another go. And Maku, he has had a phenomenal tour. He did he did let himself down in that game. But I don't think he's played his best rugby in the test, though. That's the thing. And I I do think yesterday the scrum was uh, and obviously it's, it's a bit more difficult when it's you know there, there's times where they're packing down with seven, but um you know I I still think there's potential for us to. Um, to not just have parity, but to have an advantage at the scrum. I thought Furlong went really well yesterday. So as much it as is, yeah. you know, it's not just solely yeah. about the the kind of um, temperamental aspect. I think that there there is a strengthening of the team. I, I've been really impressed with McGrath actually on this whole tour, and he would be my him with Jamie George and and Tyke Furlong would be my choice of front row. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sticking with Maku. I, I, I think him and uh, just the combos with Jamie George and um, and also um, Itoji as well there. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd keep him there, but yeah, we'll have to see. With your yeah, with your, the CJ Stander and Tips, you know, I'm, there's, there's, it's hard to find a bigger fan, isn't it, than, yeah. than Tips than me. But um, I would. It's certainly hard, gonna... to, hard to find a fan outside of outside of Australia who's a bigger fan of, of Tips than you. Yeah, I um, I would love to see that. But I think that um, the standard will. Uh, I think he'll, they'll, they'll keep him there just for the, you know, the ball, the ball carrying option. But um, yeah, we all know that uh, there's not a there's not a huge amount. Well, it's a lot of other stuff that doesn't come through from him, is there? But uh, we'll see. Laws Laws had an imp- was really impressive, wasn't he? When he came on, got through a, a load of work as he always made does. Made some really important carries, um, none more so the, than yeah. He made it. Well, he made. Um, Made a right towards the end, didn't it? I think it was his his carry that um, that then Murray booted the ball off the park. So yeah, I just, I, I've been really impressed with him because, as I said, when we when the tour party was named, I thought, do you know what? I'm just not sure about Courtney Laws. You know, I'd have been tempted to go with Launchbury or or um, or Johnny Gray, but I've been so so impressed with him. And you know, he's, he's had a tough time of it with head knocks and concussions and. And things like that. So, to have the impact he's had, um, and and to do it in a test match, you know, I, I think he's been uh, he's been very good. Frightening to think as well that with a with a you know with a week off now, you know, we'll probably see an even better, you know, even more of an impact from him coming off the bench. Well, this um, is going to be my finishing point. Actually, is they've got a couple of days off now as they head up to Queenstown, much like they did in 2013, where they had a, a break in in Noosa to kind of recover. There's no distraction of a midweek game. It's just all eyes on the test match now. Do you think that will have a a positive effect? Um, I don't think it'll make an, an, a, a massive amount of difference, um, you know, to the sort of, um, to the spirit in the camp or anything like that. I think all, you know, it's clear to see, isn't it, that uh, everyone's, Enormous, you know, all the all the players, the, those that are not involved, are behind the guys, aren't they? 
um, I think it'll play into our hands in terms of recover, you know, recovery for some of the chaps that are on the bench. Um, I just think it'll probably make it slightly easier that it's just, there's a, there's an absolute folk, you know, there's no, there's no meddling, is there, with the focus? Yeah, um, no, exactly. So it should help. It should help. Um, and I think they can handle the, they can handle the pressure. You could argue that a midweek game just sort of deflects some of the pressure a little bit, but this, there's too many, there's, there's so many leaders, isn't there, in amongst the, in amongst the starting 15 and on the bench for that matter. So, um, I can't see it having a, you know, anything but a, but a positive effect, really. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about you though, but I could use the distraction of a midweek game. I'm, oh, uh, I'm going to be bouncing off the walls all week. We're all going to need something, aren't we? Do you think there's going to be a, there's going to be definitely, uh, you know, people meeting up for sort of midweek beers or chats or long conversations just to get, just to break, break, break up this week. I know it's it's going to feel like a like a long old week now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean I'm having sleepless nights anyway with two little ones, but you'll be uh, you'll be having them for other reasons, won't you? Yeah, I do. Honestly, like it's one of those ridiculous things that when uh, when those big games roll around, you know, obviously it's normally it's normally Wales, but in this instance, you know, looking ahead to to a game of this magnitude, yeah, I'm going to struggle to think about anything else, and it's it's rarely a um, it's a real nervous excitement. You know, it, I want it to happen. I'm going to be so pleased when Saturday morning does come round, but I'm also just a nervous wreck at the same time. Yeah, I know it is. I was, I was absolutely shattered after the game on Saturday. I, honestly, I, I still am now. I could barely, I could barely speak. I could barely speak. I really honestly struggled to, um, it just took, it took so much out of you as a fan, didn't it? And obviously, it sounds ridiculous when you bear in mind what the players have, uh, what the players have been through during that time. But it, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's those, it's those ups and downs of being a rugby fan, and to actually get over the line was just. Um, honestly, I, I, I didn't think we were going to win. Um, I, I didn't think we were going to win a test on uh, on this tour. And I think so far, whatever happens didn't on you, Saturday, didn't you back? What did you say last week? Last week I said New Zealand by ten. The week before I said. Um, I said the Lions by three, um, but having seen them in that first test, I just thought, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be too much. They're simply too good, and but you know, I, I just think so far, whatever happens next week, the Lions have given a really good account of themselves. You know, there's things that you can point to off the field, which you know, the, the whole geography six thing, the. Um, then you know not playing them off the bench the the really tough schedule there's lots of things that have been kind of distractions off the off the pitch and the media have liked to make a lot of but I think whatever happens I thought they give a good account of themselves in the first test especially considering you know they're kind of blown away up front to even stay in the game um you know I, I thought they did really well and to come away with a win yesterday I just think you know for a scratch side to do that against the best side in the world and one of the best sides in world sport. I've been, I've been, you know, I'm really proud of those set of players. So it kind of upsets me a bit when you see a lot of kind of bitching on social media. If there's a reason, you know, as we know, if there's a reason to be miserable, um, if there's a reason to be miserable about, you know, your side and, you know, we've said it, you know, when Wales scraped past Japan, you know, it really wasn't impressive. It wasn't a good performance and there was reason to be critical. But actually, do you know what? Beating the New Zealand, beating New Zealand doesn't happen 
very easily. They do not lose often. They don't lose to scratch sides, generally speaking. And if you can't take any enjoyment out of that, then why are you even watching rugby? Yeah, it's a great, uh, great few lines from you there, Jed. Um, <laughs> I didn't think that was going to end, actually. We, uh, <laughs> well, we'd better, we'd better, we'd better end our conversation there, then, Dad, because otherwise, the day the, there's there's going to be no more good lines out of me for uh, for the rest of tonight. So we shall call it we shall call it a day there, or call it an evening anyway, and um, we'll be back later on in the week with our. Uh, Hang on, I got oh, lastly. Then. Oh, here we go. Yeah, go on. Yeah, here we are. Where are you, all importantly, where are you watching the game next week? Because I've given you an invite and you haven't accepted. So. I know. Well, you're putting me on the spot here because there is, uh, there's, I need to work on the Saturday afternoon. So one of those rare occasions where I'm going to work on a Saturday and, and you're not. And, um, ah. the thought of, the thought of coming out, I know exactly what will happen if I end up watching the game <laughs> with, uh, with you and your um, you and your mates on Saturday morning, I won't be fit. For, I won't be fit to go into work, but we'll um, we will see. So it's still TBC at the moment, Dan. It's TBC. I wonder um, whether there'll be uh, whether you'll be working uh, working on your bosses just to see whether there's any way you can get out of that Saturday afternoon, or is it uh, no absolutely no chance whatsoever? Well, I don't know, but let's hope they don't listen to this podcast anyway. Let's uh, let's hope that's that's the case because otherwise you're uh, yeah, it's you'd be, uh, you'd be planting the seed of doubt in their mind about what a uh, you know what a, what a hard worker I am. So um, yeah, we'd uh, we'd probably best leave it there. I would actually much rather you left it with um, with how we were going before, but there we go, Dan. I've completely uh, killed it. Life. Uh, right, so we will be back later on in the week, depending on whether I've uh, given Dan a clip around here or not. And uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have our preview ahead of the oh god, the nerve nerve. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The gut wrenching nerve. <laughs> Don't look at you. Uh, yeah, the the gut wrenching nervous weight ahead of that um, that third test. So we'll do our bit to to help by putting a podcast out later in the week. And yeah, feel free to let us know what you think and get in touch at Attacking Scrum. You can search for us on Facebook as well, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, if you do, we'll make sure we give you a shout out. Uh, so thanks for listening. We've had some really good numbers throughout this. Um, throughout this whole Lions tour. So it's really, really appreciated that you do um that you do take the time and listen. As you say, we're just uh just a couple of uh just a couple of fans who uh dedicate a little bit of spare time to this. So it's uh it's very much appreciated. And yes, we'll be back later on in the week to chat chat more Lions. Sports Social Podcast Network.